Welcome to Spread Led Life with HMI. Stay tuned for an anointed word by Pastor Dion Hockey. We hope this session builds your faith. Enjoy. Good day, everybody. Greet you all in the wonderful name of Jesus Christ. Welcome to today's program. My name is Pastor Dion Hockey from Healing Ministries International. We are so glad that you could join us today as I teach on the Word. I'm very excited to talk to you today on a subject that is really dear to my heart. And I don't know if you know this or not, but when we uh, go to heaven one day, we're going to receive rewards. We're going to receive crowns from the Lord. And so uh, as you can see on the background, um, I have put on the word there, the Christian's hope. And I'm really excited that that, uh, you and I, when we get to heaven, we're going to receive rewards for the work that we have done here on earth. And um, I I I would love for you to get a pen and paper take down some notes and uh, just write down the things that I'm, I'm about to talk to you and help you um, to achieve and to get to these rewards that the Lord will give us. Uh, when I mean achieve, um, you know, to explain to you that, that there are rewards waiting for us, okay? Um, it's not by works, we live by faith and by God's grace, but there are rewards that we are going to receive when we get into heaven. So get your pen and paper ready, and I'm going to open up in prayer uh, for this session. Father, thank you so much that we can come and sit around the table this, uh, today, Lord, and that we can come and feast at that which you have prepared for us. I pray, Holy Spirit, that you'll bring revelation and insight, that you'll open up the eyes of the, of the, of the hearers, Father, and uh, the ears of those who are watching and listening right now to this program. And we thank you, Lord, that to you be all the glory for that which you are about to do. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. You know, guys, um, I think it's very evident throughout the whole world that we know that we are moving into the end times. Jesus is about to come. I believe that with all my heart. There is going to be the sound of the trumpet. And then the church is going to be caught up with Jesus and we're going to be with him. And uh, the world as we know it is then going to come to an end. There's going to be such a big change that will take place. And I want to encourage you that if you do not know Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior, that you make him the Lord of your life today. Don't miss this opportunity because if the rapture does take place, if Jesus does come, or if you die... And you, you know, you get, you die in a car accident or have a heart attack or something. If you do not know Jesus, I'm telling you, friend, this is not a lie. The Bible tells us this. Jesus spoke about it. There is something called hell. And uh, that's the place you do not want to go to. Hell is eternity. And uh, it is a place of fire where you will be burning forever and ever and ever. So if you've never given your heart to Jesus and you would like to spend eternity with Jesus, I want to encourage you. Give your life to Jesus Christ. Amen. Give your heart to Jesus. In actual fact, if you want to give your heart to Jesus right now, why don't you pray this prayer with me? And you can receive Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior. Somebody would say, but it it can't be that easy. Yes, everything that we do is done by faith. Okay? You just got to believe in Jesus. And you just got to believe He's the Son of God. And got to believe that God raised Him from the dead. If you can do that then you can get saved. It's really, really easy. Repent, turn from your wicked ways, and then I'll teach you how to live and walk the walk with God. So if you would love to give your heart to Jesus right now, why don't you pray this prayer with me? Say, Heavenly Father, I come to you right now 
in the name of Jesus. I confess that I'm a sinner. I ask you to forgive me my sins. Wash me in your precious blood. I confess with my mouth and I believe in my heart that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. I believe that God raised Jesus from the dead. Lord Jesus, I invite you right now to come and live in my heart. I receive you as my God, as my Savior, and as my friend. Thank you that I'm born again. Thank you that I'm your child. And thank you that my name is written in the Lamb's Book of Life. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Hey, if you prayed that prayer, I want to congratulate you. You have become a child of God. But now that you're a child of God, we have to walk and live a life with the Lord. There's a lot of people who just pray this prayer, but they don't sincerely mean it. And if you mean what you pray today, then there is something that you have to do. You have to walk the walk with God and surrender your life to Jesus and serve Him wholeheartedly. Amen. I want to read a scripture to you in Philippians chapter 2, verse 12 and verse 13. Philippians chapter 2, verse 12 and verse 13. I'm going to read it from the New King James Version, and then I'm also going to read it from the Amplified Version. But let's first read the New King James. And I pray you get a revelation. I pray that you'll get something out of this teaching today. And who knows, maybe we'll do it uh, next week even more. So it says, Therefore, my beloved, well, you've just given your heart to Jesus, so you and I are children of the Most High God now, right? So he's talking to you and I. Therefore, and this is Paul writing to the church uh, uh, in Philippi, okay? So he's writing to them, and uh, he's speaking to you and I right now. And he says, Therefore, my beloved, as you have always obeyed, not as in my presence only, but now much more in my absence, See, this is very important that there are people who go to church and who are, you know, uh, uh, traditionally, religiously, they would listen to what, what is being taught. And, you know, in the church, people have all the good moves and sayings and can even quote maybe a scripture. But it's not what happens in the church, but it's what takes place outside of the church. Your personal relationship with Jesus outside of the church and not in the church is what counts. So listen to what he says. He says, work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. Work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. Verse 13 says, for it is God, who is it? God, not man. It is God who works in you both to will and to do his good pleasure. All right. So it is God who works in us to do what? To do His will and to do His good pleasure. So when you become a Christian, when you give your heart like you did today and you want to follow Jesus, then the Holy Spirit, if you are truly born again, then the Holy Spirit in you will prompt you to do God's will. And He will, he will uh, prompt you to do His good works and to do His pleasure, that which He wants us to do. Amen. It comes freely from you that you want to serve God. It's not a punishment. It's not I have to. It is something that you do because it's a love act towards God. So the New King James says this. He says to work out your own salvation. Work out is to 
is an ongoing process. It is something that we continually work on. The New Living Translation says this, to work hard and to be diligent, to work hard on your salvation. Work out your salvation with much fear and trembling. Work hard on your salvation with much fear and trembling. The, new, uh, 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 the NIV says, continue to work out your salvation. It's a continual ongoing process to work out your salvation. Now somebody say, but aren't I saved if I prayed this prayer? Yes, you are saved. But what am I to do? Now I am to work on this lifestyle of Christianity. I'm to work on, um, on staying faithful to the Lord, on my prayer life, on my Bible study. I'm to work it out. You understand? It's an ongoing. It's not just I go in quickly, pray a little prayer, and yippee, I'm saved. And then I go back and fall into the world, and I just continue living the life I live. Then you didn't get saved. I want to tell you that right. I don't believe you got saved because if there's true repentance, there will be fruits to that repentance that you have. Okay, so he says that we are to work out our own salvation, continue to work out and to work hard on your salvation. Now, let's read the Amplified Version. The Amplified Version is kind of cool because the Amplified breaks the word open and brings much more explanation to what is being said. All righty. In verse 12 in the Amplified, it says, Therefore, my dear ones. Hallelujah. Paul is speaking to the church and he's speaking as if he's speaking to children and he's saying, therefore, my dear ones, as you have always obeyed, now this is in brackets, my suggestions. So Paul is making, bringing a suggestion to us. And he says, so now, not only with the enthusiasm you would show in my presence, but much more because I am absent. I find that so true. You know, I find how you can go to a church and you will see the people fall over their feet to get to you and to try and impress you as the pastor or as the minister. You know, they have such enthusiasm. They would pray out loud and they would, you know, lift their hands high and do all of these things in church. But when you go home, you get an opposite reaction. You don't see the people praying like that. You don't see them worshiping like that, you know. Uh, and uh, it's just something interesting for me. So Paul had the same reaction when he got into the presence of people they would uh, have much enthusiasm to show their christianity but now paul says uh, not just in my presence but much more because i'm absent so when you are when i'm absent when you are absent from church or not in your presence of your pastor you must show that same enthusiasm with your walk with jesus amen just like you would have the enthusiasm in the church you must have that same enthusiasm at home Okay, and then he says this, work out, all right? Remember, we read this in the, in the New King James, work out, work hard, and continue to work, all right? Now he says, work out. Now, this is what the Amplified says in brackets. Watch this. Cultivate, carry out to the goal, and fully complete your own salvation with reverence and awe and trembling, self-distrust, with serious caution, tenderness of conscience, watchfulness against temptation, tim uh, timidly shrinking from whatever might offend God and discredit the name of Christ. My goodness, there's a lot of information right there. 
And let's just read verse 13, and I'm going to break this open for you. Verse 13 says, not in your own strength. Bless the Lord. You know, we, who's perfect? We're not perfect. Nobody can be perfect. But he says, for it is God, hallelujah, who is able, uh, uh, sorry, it is God, all the while effectually, uh, effectually at work in you energizing and creating in you the power and the desire both to will and to work for his good pleasure and satisfaction and delight praise the lord hallelujah thank god we have the holy spirit on our side and jesus who loves us and who helps us to walk this walk with him Okay, so let's read this word. He says that we are to work out, we are to cultivate. I like that word cultivate. If anybody has ever been a gardener, uh, you know, a few weeks ago I spoke on this as well. Uh, but if you are a gardener and you like to, to grow things in the garden, you know, if uh, I like uh, planting flowers and having a beautiful garden, but you know, you can have this beautiful garden and you can mow the lawn, cut the grass, and uh, you can um, put beautiful flowers in. You know what, when the rain comes and if you tend to sit back, and you watch your beautiful garden uh, as it grows and the flowers and the grass, something happens. Uh, if you don't constantly look after the garden, you're going to find weeds that begin to come up. There are just weeds there. And uh, the grass begins to grow over the edges. And, uh, you know, it begins to look ugly. The beautiful flowers are maybe now covered up by the weeds and you don't see the beauty of the flowers. So what do you do? You get into the garden and you begin to pull out the weeds and you begin to cut the grass and you begin to cultivate, you begin to maintain your garden. Amen. And this is what happens with us as Christians. Yes, we are born again Christians. We are saved. But the devil comes and he begins to sow those seeds of doubt. And uh, he tries to pull you back and make you, uh, you know, fall back in certain habits that you used to have before you got saved. You know, he wants to take you back to that. And that's when you and I have to, with the strength of God and with the power of the Holy Spirit, we have to start weeding our own garden, our heart. And we've got to start pulling out the rubbish and start getting rid of the junk that is inside of us. Okay, so that's the word cultivate. It means to grow and to maintain the goodness of God inside of us. Number two, he says that we are to carry out to the goal. What does that mean? To receive a reward when we get to heaven one day. And this is what I want to teach about. That there is such a beautiful hope that you and I have when we become Christians. You understand, when we become Christians, we're going to go to heaven, we're going to receive rewards. And there are some people who say, well, I, you know, I don't care about much of this Christian stuff on the earth. And, you know, I don't believe in much of that. Well, let me tell you, friend, the fact of the matter is they, there's two places when you die that you go. One is hell and one is heaven. Hell is a place where you're going to suffer and burn and be tormented forever and ever and ever. 
Nobody wants to go there. But you're going to go to heaven. And when you get to heaven, God's going to give us crowns for what we have done here on the earth. And not just that, we are going to spend eternity in His presence. I tell you what, uh, eye has not seen, ear has not heard what the Lord has prepared for those who love Him. Bless the Lord. Uh, and I tell you what, it is a phenomenal place, heaven, that we're going to go to. Okay, So when we are on the earth, what are we to do? We are to carry out to the goal. We have to run this race we are not to throw in the towel we're not to give up we are to continue running this race until we get to the end line until we finish this race okay so that we can receive uh, this reward and then he says and to fully complete your salvation what does that mean to run this race until the end amen and then your salvation is complete and you're going to go and spend eternity with jesus christ i i'm so are you excited about this good news I thank the Lord for this. Now, let's read on. He says that we are to reverence God, respect God, and respect His Word. In other words, when He says this, that you are to work out your own salvation with reverence and awe and trembling, then it says, the Amplified says, uh, uh, in brackets, self-distrust, serious caution. Let me read this to you. Self-distrust, what does that mean? to, to self-distrust. Don't trust in your own abilities. Amen. Don't trust in your own strength. Don't trust in it because I tell you what, you're going to fail. You're not going to make it. All right. Watch Proverbs chapter 3, verse 1 to 9. I'm going to read this. It's a very popular scripture, but let me encourage you today with this word. Because uh, the, the Bible says we are to have self-distrust. Don't trust in your own abilities, okay? So look what it says. Verse 1. Uh, this is Proverbs 3, verse 1. He says, My son, do not forget my law, but let your heart keep my commands. You know, and people say, yeah, okay, well, stop now. We're not under the law. We're under grace. Yes, but God's word. Don't forget my word, for us today we mustn't forget what god's word says to us god's word is always number one amen this is how god speaks to us is through his word so let your heart keep my commands let your heart keep my word for length of days and long life and peace they will add to you bless the lord i want that i want peace in my life i want to have a long healthy life so what must i do stay in the word stick to the word okay he says, uh, 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 he goes on and he says, um, let not mercy and truth forsake you. Let not mercy and truth forsake you. Bind them around your neck. Write them on the tablet of your heart. So in the olden days, the priests used to have these uh, things tied around the neck and that would be the scripture that they would have, you know. Uh, but we have the word of God written in our hearts. We have the Bible today that we can read and that we can apply daily. Why must we do that? Verse 4 says, And so find favor and high esteem in the sight of God and man. Hallelujah. I want favor with God. I want favor with man. So the more I stay in the word of God, the more I practice the word of God, guess what happens? I am going to have great favor with God and favor with man. Watch verse 5. I like this one. He says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart. 
not your mind, with your heart. Trust in the Lord. And how do I trust in the Lord? When I read the Bible, when I read the Scriptures. The more I read the Scriptures, the more I'm going to get to know God. Okay, So trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding self-distrust you understand that lean not on your own understanding but in all your ways how much all your ways not in some of your ways but in all your ways acknowledge him and what will he do he shall direct your paths some people come to me and they say to me, Pastor, pray for me. I don't know what direction to go. I don't know what to do. I don't know, you know, uh, what God has for me. Listen, when you acknowledge God and we are, when you are in His Word and when you are in prayer, what is God going to do? He's going to direct your path. So when people come to me and say, I don't know what the future holds for me. I don't know what to do. I don't know what's going on. Then it tells me that you're not uh, uh, acknowledging Him in all your ways and that you're not seeking Him him fully. I know that sounds hard, but the fact of the matter is God's word cannot lie. God cannot lie. So when you feel lost and when you feel you're going off track, what's the first thing you do? Go back to God. Go turn back to Jesus. This is January, you know, of 2021. What are most people doing? They're fasting, they're praying, they're seeking the Lord, they're coming back to God, acknowledging Him as their Lord and Savior, listening more intently. Fasting causes us to, to become more sensitive to His voice. Amen. So I'll encourage you, if you're not fasting, go into a fast, get into the Word so that you can get direction from Him. Watch verse 7. He says, Do not be wise in your own eyes, <laughs> but fear the Lord and depart from evil. Uh-oh. Fear the Lord and depart from evil. Let go of the things that is taking you away from God and His presence. Amen? And I'll teach on that. But don't continue sinning. Don't continue willfully sinning. Uh, you know, we make mistakes. Nobody's perfect. But listen, when you, when you become a true born-again Christian, you don't want to do the things of the world anymore. Like I did. I was a smoker, drinker. And, you know, I did all of that stuff, gambled and everything. But when I got saved, I threw away my cigarettes. I let go of the booze. I let go of the gambling. Why? Because Jesus became my number one. And I wanted to serve him and when i did that immediately things started to change in my life doors opened up god gave me direction and my whole life became better than what it was before i was a child of god i think you can agree with me those of you who are watching and are truly saved you can say amen brother i know what you are saying right there so he says do not be wise in your own eyes fear the lord and depart from evil why? He says, it will be health to your flesh and strength to your bones. Bless God. Health to your flesh. You want to be healthy? Do you want to walk in a life of, of, of health and uh, of goodness? He says, then fear the Lord and depart from evil. Amen. Don't be wise in your own understanding. Then he goes on, verse 9. Honor, honor the Lord with your possessions and with the first fruits of all your increase. Honor him. He didn't say give to him. He said honor him. Bless the Lord. Have you ever noticed when you go and you give somebody a gift, you're honoring them with this gift. And he wants you to honor him with your possessions and with the first fruits of all you. Why would he want you to do that? So your barns will be filled with plenty and your vats will overflow with 
new wine. Bless the Lord. Bless the Lord. I want my vats to overflow. I want my barns to be full if you and I are confident in Jesus Christ. Amen. So if you are following what I'm teaching, uh, he says that we are to to put, uh, have self-distrust. In other words, don't trust. Don't lean on your own understanding. Don't try to do this on your own, but look to God who is the author and the finisher of your faith. Amen. So I'm in the Amplified, and he says this. I'm going to read it again, that you are to uh, cultivate or work out your own salvation with reverence and awe and trembling, uh, meaning have that self-distrust. So don't trust in yourself. And then he says with serious caution. (laughs) Serious caution means to be careful, to be vigilant, to be observant. I'm cautious what I'm doing, what I'm watching, where I'm going, who I mix with, the people I'm, I'm, I'm hanging out with, okay? People who can draw me back, pull me down, take me away from God. Uh, I don't want that in my life anymore. I am cautious. I'm cautious of what I'm watching on TV, uh, what books I'm reading, what I'm lending my ears out as people are speak. You know, I don't want to hear the negative stuff. I want to be around people who are positive, who are Christians, who are sold out for Jesus. Amen. So be very cautious. This is what he's saying us. Serious caution. And then tenderness of conscience. In other words, be sensitive if your conscience is is coming against you. And, you know, uh, God speaks to us. And uh, we, with the Holy Spirit brings that conviction to us. And when He brings conviction, a lot of people have not been tended to that conviction. They've just pushed the voice of the Holy Spirit away. They've subdued the warnings of God. Amen. And they're not tender to the gentle voice of the Holy Spirit. Even your own spirit convicting you, saying, stop that. Don't do that. You don't need this in your life. Amen. Church, I hope you're getting something out of what I'm teaching. Many of you prayed and gave your heart to Jesus. And I just want to encourage you how to walk this Christian walk now that you're a child of God. Amen. My time is running out. I'm going to continue on the subject next week on um, uh, the Christian's hope and how you can receive the crowns and the big rewards that God has for us. Listen, you can follow us on, uh, on Facebook. We are live um, uh, Sunday nights to Wednesday nights. We are teaching and we are praying for the sick and we are seeing many miracles and healings take place. Already this year, we have seen outstanding miracles happen. So you can follow us on Facebook at uh, Dion Hockey and also you can uh, go to our website www.dionhockey.org and there are so many wonderful things that you can get and you can partner up with our ministry as well if you'd like to do that. Listen, I want to pray for you and bless you and we'll catch you next week. So Father, bless the audience, bless the viewers. May this word drop in their spirits. May they have revelation and get hungry for more of you. I ask this in the name of Jesus. Father, may may, um, a desire to become more holy and that the fear of the Lord will be our portion, Father, every day. I bless the viewers in the name of Jesus Christ. And anybody who is sick, Lord, anybody who is bound by Satan, we bind that infirmity. We rebuke Satan right now in Jesus' name. And we speak healing. We speak peace. And we speak deliverance over each and every one now in Jesus' name. We love you guys. God bless you. And remember, we'll catch you next week as I continue on this teaching. Bye-bye. 
You can make a difference by partnering with us, a ministry with a heart for the lost. You can sow or partner by visiting our website, dionhockey.org. You will also receive exclusive content from the ministry as a thank you from Pastor Dion Hockey. Remember to subscribe and follow our social media pages for updates, sermons, and more information about the ministry. Thank you for listening and see you next time.